0: Good day everyone, it is Sunday, uh, April the 4th, Easter, we had a game today, we didn't win, that stinks, Um, we took one out of three from the Jays, Uh, so a little disappointed in in the loss, I'm here with Dave, Dave how are you doing?
1: Man, I am doing alright, I did not like seeing this game uh, earlier today. Uh, this was hard. This is hard to see, uh, but honestly, I knew we were going to have some issues, especially with the pitcher that we were face up against, uh, but man, I was really surprised with everything that was going on. Mark is here
2: with us as well. Mark, how are you doing? Yo, man, I'm doing good. Good to be here. Um, obviously, better circumstances last game, you know, but in the end, um, we don't have to, um, to play the Blue Jays next game, so that's, that's a great situation.
1: We uh, Speaking of next game, let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to talk about uh, during this episode and that way we can uh, get that out of the way. We're going to go and do a post-game wrap-up. We're going to let you know how the game went, uh, inning by inning. Let you guys know exactly uh, how everything went down. Um, Matt has some stuff he wants to discuss about uh, um, Domingo Herman. Um, uh, um, so he's going to get into that. We're going to also um, break down Um, what we believe the player of the game is. and That is Michael King. Uh, He did some outstanding stuff today. We're going to make sure that you guys know about it because this is something that's exciting to see. Um, We're going to also break down what we enjoyed most about this game uh, and what we're seeing with the future of this team. And then we're going to also talk about the um, game tomorrow at 6.30 Eastern. Um, This is a game against the Baltimore Orioles. So this will be either a, a really good thing for, um, Torres or, you know, maybe not.
0: That's right. Uh, he has been pretty dominant against them. Let's hope that continues. You always like to see the Orioles, um, not just Glaber, but, uh, their, their pitching staff hasn't been, hasn't been elite for a while. So they're always fun to face. And we face them a lot since they're in the division, probably not a threat in the division, But, uh, anyhow, back to this game. Uh, we ended up winning, and when losing, we won only because Michael King was awesome, but we lost the game. I should have said it in the other order. Didn't want to disappoint anyone.
1: You're just doing some Yoda shit on
0: us, bro. I know. Uh...
1: All right, so um, starting on the top of the first, we had Herman up, up pitching for us. Uh, he got uh, Simeon to fly out. He got um, BGO to fly out on the first pitch, which is always nice to see. <clears throat> and then Bichette doubled, but that was okay because right after that, Hernandez struck out on three pitches. So that was really awesome to be able to see Herman uh, um, uh, have his command there. And to me, this was something that I got excited about. Um, on the bottom of the first, we had uh, LeMahieu lined out to center, Judge lined out to second, and Hicks grounded out to third. And that was uh, just a 1-2-3 inning there. Not much you can do about it. Uh, again, this is uh, the pitcher um, that was on the mound, is really good at doing the things that he is doing. He's done it in AAA for many years. So this is something that uh, it was not a surprise to me to see that he was actually getting these guys to grind out a lot.
0: Top of the second, Vladimir Guerrero, homers. Uh, I kind of expected a homer from him against us at some point in this series. So, yeah, he got it. He has a lot of power um, and sent that over to on the right field wall. Next, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. got a single. Um, wild pitch by Herman. Which advances Guriel to second, and then he allows another homer to Randall Grichuk over to left field. So Guriel comes home, Grichuk comes home, uh, Panic comes out, strikes out swinging, put another guy on base with a walk Alejandro Kirk. Next, he got Marcus Simeon to ground out and got uh, Cabin Biggio to fly out. So there was three runs all scored in the top of the second. A couple of home runs. Herman not looking sharp at all. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about him now. Uh, He, some of the teammates made comments about, that kind of implied that they weren't too happy, either just with the situation or him, Uh, in his actions and uh, Zach Britton said you don't get to control who your teammates are sort of implying that he and he said that there's no place for that on or off the field so it kind of seemed like he might prefer not to have him I'm not gonna put words in his mouth but seemed like he maybe wasn't too happy that he was on the team and you know in the bullpen with him but Herman did address the team to talk about it. Um, I assume he apologized and explained himself about you know whatever and the things that he's doing to to change and be a better person and not uh, act out violently, especially towards women. Again, he he did it in two groups. He talked to all the pitchers for about half an hour, and then all the rest of the players. Uh, same thing so i assume there was some some back and forth and aaron boone said it's a good first step but uh, he really didn't seem he seemed shaken when he was out there i wonder if this the situation um possibly embarrassment uh being in front of the fans who uh it's his first first game to play since he uh since the incident happened and first time to be in front of fans so I, I i think that may have played a factor i'm not sure um he did throw some some cool pitches um but uh yeah not sharp at all allows three runs in the top of the second bottom of the second glaber is up grounds out jay bruce gets a single but then gary sanchez flies out and fraser strikes out swinging
1: all right, man. Yeah, that was a really tough inning uh, for um, Herman. That's not something that we would necessarily want to see. Uh, but he was able to come out in the bottom or the top of the third. So definitely, they're working on getting him past those those awkward feelings that he has right now. Uh, I definitely see it's going to um, pay off in the long run. But right now, he hasn't played baseball in a while. So let's go ahead and uh, tell you what happened in the top of the third. Herman comes back out gets uh, Bichette to fly out to center, Hernandez to fly out to left, uh, Guerrero uh, safe at first on a throwing error by Torres. Not something we want to see, but this is going to happen. He's still learning how to play that shortstop position, even though um, <clears throat> he's had to uh, um, play it last year. This is really going to be his first full season of playing shortstop. So we're going to really watch him try to really finagle it and watch everything as it goes um, as it goes on. Um, uh, then we were able to get Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. to fly out to center. So that was a really good job by Herman uh, to get out of that inning without any more damage done. Um, going to the bottom of the third, uh, Urshela grounded out to shortstop. Again, the pitcher on the mound uh, really just did a good job at getting our guys to ground out. Um, Gardner reached on an infield single to third. LeMahieu grounded out to <clears throat> single to right, um, Gardner to second, and Judge came up and he um, hit the ball into a double player um, to second to shortstop. It just so- something that is unfortunate that we see sometimes, especially with a ground ball pitcher. Um, but again, this team just is gonna do what they're gonna do, and they're gonna get back into the swing of things, and you're going to see them pop back really quickly.
0: Yes, no doubt. I find it interesting that they uh, took Herman out when they did, and even though they took him out early, they didn't take him out after he allowed uh, three runs on two homers. They let him in for the next inning, which he seemed fine, uh, didn't allow a base runner uh just the error one so and he had thrown i think it was 68 pitches at that point so he shouldn't be that's you know he can he can uh, pitch quite a lot more than that so i'm a little bit curious I, I actually i think um it indicates their uh their trust in michael king because even though herman had pitches left in him and just pitched a good inning they decided to put king in um in the in the top of the fourth and king like we said before was completely dominant um it was awesome to see he's really young um i'm not sure how long his outings have been before he's he's come in uh sparingly from time to time uh so far in his young career he Michael King threw six scoreless innings. Uh, he had actually faced a lot of their players in the minor leagues, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Cabin Biggio. He had faced all of them before. So he had some familiarity with what he wanted to do going into it, I'm sure. And everything fell into place for him. He threw uh, the first, first two... Uh, First two batters reached base, he walked one and then allowed a single, but from that point forward, he didn't allow another base runner the rest of the game. Through six scoreless innings, he retired 16 batters in a row. After those first two he faced, he he retired 16 in a row. Um, He's the first Yankee reliever to throw six innings and allow one hit. Or less since Bob Shirley in 86 and this is just the start of what we're gonna get from King coming up he was also the first Yankees reliever to retire 16 or more consecutive batters since Neil Allen in 88 so a couple of cool points and the fact that this guy is so young is gotta get Yankees fans really excited about this I didn't know that they would let him pitch for six innings in a relief effort, but apparently they're willing to do that, and I love it. They just let him ride it out. He was on fire. Uh, yeah, after the two reached base in the top of the fourth, uh, the first two batters, he got he got Kirk to fly out, Zimmy in the line out. Uh, Cavin Biggio actually reaches base on a catcher interference. So, got the the glove in the way of the bat a little bit there. Sent him to first for free. uh, Advanced the runners. But then Bobachet grounded out. No damage done. Bottom of the fourth. Aaron Hicks flies out. Torres flies out. Bruce works a walk. Works a full count, then a walk. Uh, Good at bat. Gary Sanchez grounds out with a full count.
1: All right, going into the top of the fifth, uh, we have King on the, the mound again for us. Uh, <clears throat> after he had a little shaky start last inning, he comes out uh, throwing some fire. Uh, second pitch, he gets Hernandez to fly out. Um, this is not the only time that we're going to see him throw a minimum um, amount of pitches. Matt is going to tell you about King's probably one of the best outings I've seen for a pitcher in a very long time as far as innings go and how many pitches he actually pitched in one inning. uh, This is really impressive. Uh, Matt's going to bring that up from the sixth inning. Um, But right now, uh, King retires Hernandez on two pitches. Uh, He gets uh, uh, Guerrero Jr. uh, striking out, and then he was able to get a guy to fly out on the fourth pitch his four-seam fastball he used right here, uh, clocked at 95 miles an hour. It was high into the right. It was something that was really, really special. I watched it a couple times because at this point, um, he had only um, used his uh, four-seam uh, fastball twice in the inning and it was back-to-back pitches um, and it was able to get uh, the batter out. That was just unbelievable. Great job by him to get out of the inning quickly. Then uh, Thornton comes in pitching for Toronto. Uh, Frazier double to shallow right. Uh, Urshela uh, fly to center. Uh, F- uh, Frazier to third, which is always great because Frazier has some great legs and he's going to run around. Uh, Gardner grounded out to second. Frazier scored, though, so that's really great. Now we're on the board. three-one. So ones. We're not getting shut out, which is always nice. Uh, LeMahieu walked, and then Judge flied out to right. Again, uh, we had the bases loaded. Not bases loaded. We had uh, runners um, on base and Judge just didn't get what he needed. But he got seven pitches before he flied out. Um, and he flied out to right, um, right field. Again, it's not something we want to see. But, I, you know, like he's going to get his swing back. So it's just going to happen. We just have to sit back and watch what, what's up.
0: That's right. We'll see it soon. Uh, top of the sixth. King just dominated this inning, not by throwing a ton of strikeouts, but by being almost as efficient as you can possibly be. He threw four pitches total to three batters. Three went in play. Each one ended up with an out, a fly out, pop out, and a ground out. There was only one pitch he threw in the inning that wasn't hit into play for an out. So that contributed to his um, 68 pitches, is all he threw in six innings. So, like uh, 11 pitches per inning average, which is fantastic. He actually threw the same exact amount of pitches as Herman did in half the innings. So, Herman throws 68 in three innings. King comes in and throws 68 and stretches it out over six innings and dominates great performance. Bottom of the sixth, Aaron Hicks grounds out. Torres gets a double. They replace Trent Thornton with Ryan Barucki. Jay Bruce grounds out, and Gary Sanchez popped out, which he didn't seem, he didn't seem, I don't know, he didn't seem quite as confident from what I saw. Uh, I hope that was just uh, the, the pitcher he was facing who actually was really good. The young guy, Zoic, for Toronto. We talked about him a little bit but uh, yesterday. But he was really, really good against us. He only allowed one run. Um, he was pretty sharp. He's uh, He seems like the real deal. He'll probably be in the rotation for a while. We'll, we'll probably see a lot of him in the years to come.
1: All right, starting the top of the seventh, uh, King comes back in the game. And he definitely starts off where he left off. And the first pitch uh, to Simeon, it is lined out to left. So he went through four batters with five pitches. I mean, that is truly insane. Uh, Something that you don't see very often happen. And the way he was able to carve up uh, Toronto's um, uh, team was truly spectacular. Uh, BGO recognized obviously what was happening and he took a bunch of pitches I'm okay with that Uh, he was able to get uh, four pitches before grounding out and then Bichette did the same exact thing he saw five pitches before grounding out but obviously they went up and they they intentionally took pitches to get his count up to get him out of the game Uh, they did not want to keep on seeing him Uh, but again the damage was already done on um, um, on their end, um, as far as what they had done to us. So going into the bottom of the seventh, um, we're still down three to one. Uh, Frazier popped out to first. Uh, you know he, he was he battled in there, uh, took a couple good pitches that were questionable, and then Urshela struck out, and then Gardner struck out. Not something you want to see, especially coming into the um, the stretch right there. Uh, but getting out of the inning and getting to the next inning was definitely key.
0: That's right. It seemed uh, to mess them up a little bit at the plate having to face different uh, pitchers. They ended up throwing out six different pitchers in the game, and I misspoke. Zoich was actually pulled after the fourth inning, so he didn't allow a run. The run came in the next inning. So Zoich went four innings, allowed three hits, only walked one batter, only got one strikeout, but... Uh, shut us down pretty much in the top of the eighth teoscar hernandez takes three pitches and strikes out swinging another great at bat from king who just attacked him down and away but in the zone Um, and it was it worked exactly as he planned next up vladimir guerrero grounds out after just two pitches to D.J. LeMahieu, Lourdes Gurriel had a really long at bat by King standards. He took four whole pitches, um, hit it into the field, and grounded out to end the top of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth, D.J. grounds out, Judge grounds out, and Hicks strikes out. Now, Hicks had the last two games He has had three strikeouts in each game, and that's the first time that he has ever struck out thrice two games in a row. He only had one today, but he didn't get a hit. He went over, So Hicks really struggling to start the season. Uh, Let's hope he heats up.
1: All right. So going into the top of the ninth, um, we got King still up uh, pitching for us, and we were able to get out of that inning pretty quickly, three up, three down, um, and King just did a really great job again at executing uh, this this uh, relief um, opportunity. And yes, he went six innings. That means he's not going to be available for a little while. But really, that just gave our guys a huge rest. Um, you know, we're talking Green and all these other guys. We didn't have to pull them out of the bullpen or anything else. Those guys got great rest. So that would be great to see that uh, for tomorrow. Coming into the bottom of the ninth, uh, Toronto uh, changes up some of their outfielders. Uh, Left, Hernandez goes to left, Davis goes to center, and Grinchik goes to right field. So obviously making some defensive substitutions there. Um, And, you know, one thing that we talked about uh, in the first game was this pitcher coming from Oklahoma Baptist University. His name is Mayweather. Merriweather, he is something that is special. We have no idea, uh, you know, how he burst on the scene like this. But he has some incredibly filthy stuff. Um, This is just something that you know that you could tell. The Yankees players are trying to get as many um, pitches as possible so that they can you know get as much uh, you know back to get you know information on him. But the reality is, is that Torres struck out looking on five pitches. Um, Bruce lined out on two pitches, and Sanchez struck out looking on four pitches. So they have a special player with uh, Merriweather. It was really interesting to see him close the game there.
0: Absolutely. Merriweather is another guy to watch for them. Um, It sounded like he wasn't their closer, but he definitely has closer stuff and has shown it against the Yankees. So tomorrow we start a new series. We're still at home, but we're playing the Baltimore Orioles. I believe it's a three-game set. It's another division rival right off the bat. It's good to get some wins against your rivals so that you can have a better division record for the sake of playoffs and bragging rights when the Yankees win the division. Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, these are going to be really... Fun games for us. Uh, I love it when we play against uh, um, um, Baltimore. Um, we'll also get to see Tylon. Or, yeah. Am I say, Did I say it right this time? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> All right. right. All right. Um, we get to see Tylon, Mount Montgomery, and it will be really fun to see uh, Cole pitch in between Mount Montgomery and Tylon. So, uh, those guys will be fun. Uh, I'm just, again, I cannot tell you guys how excited I am about this team. Uh, we've got a bunch of really tough series coming up here. We've got Baltimore. um I wouldn't call them an easy series, typically, but we'll see how that goes. Then we got three with Tampa, and then we're right back with Toronto uh, with three, followed by Tampa with three more. Um, and then, you know, we have a couple more easier series going on there. but this when, is something. When's to keep, our first? Keep an game, eye out.
0: Sorry, when's our first game outside of the division? Now, oh, I'm curious.
1: Yeah, we play Atlanta Braves on 4:20 um, and 4:21. All right, 4:20, perfect. Yeah, man, it'll be pretty easy to remember there. So, all right, um, I just uh, you know I want to throw this out here is this is going to be a very difficult you know nine of the next twelve games, um, or really um, eleven of the next um, f- uh, fourteen games are going to be really difficult. So, this is going to be an interesting stretch. I do think that our bats are gonna start getting alive. Stanton, I, I promise you, he's coming back. Stanton and Judge, when they find their swing, we're gonna go and we're going on a serious tear. Um, you know, big guys sometimes they they take a little bit a, a longer to uh, warm up to what's happening um, and how they're being pitched to by other teams. So uh, stay tuned for that. I do think they'll get their swings back pretty quickly.
0: I agree. And don't worry about Stanton not being in the lineup. He is healthy. He's fine. Um, It's not because he hasn't gotten off to a hot start either. It's just that Boone doesn't want to play him five games in a row because he's had a lot of injury history. So they have decided to play it safe, which is a good idea for a man making as much money as him. Uh, Glaber, we got to hope, continues what he does against the Orioles. In 2019, he... Was pretty much incredible uh, against them every time we faced them. He set a record for most home runs against the same opponent in a single year. Just against the Orioles, he had 13 home runs in 2019, which is pretty fun to watch. Let's hope he keeps that up. I think he can. I'm excited about seeing Jordan Montgomery. He's had some. Uh, he's had some bad uh bad luck he came up in 2017 did pretty good went nine and seven had 144 strikeouts but he had season ending surgery and he ended up getting benched or on the bench from uh, recovery until September of 2019 so he missed most of the the last full season we had in 2019 he only appeared in a couple of games last season, um, and he he wasn't as sharp. He didn't look like he was quite fully back to to what he can do. Uh, so he looked he looked good in the spring. So I think we're gonna get the uh, the good Jordan Montgomery, the uh, the previous one, healthy one, which is fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and there'll definitely be some kinks that he'll need to work out. Um, but I don't think that those kinks are going to linger all season. Uh, Matt Blake seems to be really, um, doing an amazing job and has his uh, fingers on the pulse of what's happening in the locker room. Uh, he's just a great, um, coach. So again, we're really excited to see uh, how this is all going to unfold. Montgomery is going to do great things. He's pitching tomorrow. Um, this is going to be a fun game. Uh, It's going to be at the Yankee Stadium, so it's always great to be able to um, play uh, versus Baltimore Orioles at your own stadium. Uh, I would love to see a few home run balls here uh, in this series, so it'll be kind of great to see.
0: Absolutely. I'm excited.
1: All right. Well, I just want to again thank everybody for listening um, to the Yankee Death Star. This is a, a passion project for Matt, Mark, and I. We love to do uh, talk about uh, breaking down all the games and talking about what we've seen that we really like. Uh, this is something that Matt and I have done for many years, and it's just really a great time to be able to uh, sit here and talk to you guys. So thank you for listening to the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave.
0: And I'm Matt. And I'm Mark.
2: And I'm the one who loves to listen to them talk about the Yankees because, let's face it, I mean, these guys know what they're talking about. I know that they don't consider themselves experts by any means, but in the end, if you're a diehard fan and you know all the players and you watch every year, you have insight that other fans want to have. So I appreciate them taking the time to show up, even after losses, because let's face it, you know, we're fans, so we feed off the energy of the team. But the team has to show up after losses, and, you know, so we are too. So in the end, we're not going to be just showing up after wins. You know, if there's a loss, it's okay. There's something to learn. Not every game is all decided by wins and losses. And obviously, the way King pitched is something that, you know, we're taking away from this as a positive. And um, in the end, it's a long season, so we're just going to continue to show up.
0: Yeah, it's a long season. It's 162 games. Basically the first 30, 40, 50, you're still trying to figure out who your team is and how you need to operate to have success. So all these beginning games, obviously you want to win. They do go on the record and that matters, but you really need to focus on putting the team together and figuring out a plan for to approach the rest of the season and I think they've got that I'm excited to see it we like to be positive we will say someone had a bad game if they have a bad game but we like to focus on the positives and the potential that this team has and we want to get people excited about the Yankees whether you're a die-hard fan or you just have worn their hat and decide maybe you'll uh, listen to something about the team and figure it out and uh, use it as a reason to get into baseball so yeah that's that's what we're here for and we're excited about this season we're excited to have anybody listening and thank you for listening to the Yankees Death Star